Joe Kalen DeBoer now heading to Alabama. You know, it's funny, Joe. I texted you this today. When we were talking about Harbaugh all week, and we were talking about Sharon Moore, I was like, well, hey, if you're just going to re- promote from within, why not have a conversation with Kalen DeBoer? And little did we know, the very next day, Nick Saban would retire, and Kalen DeBoer from Washington, who is just in the national title, is going to Alabama. I just brought the name up. Call yeah. me call me Nostradamus with the flu. I got most of the stuff accurate, just different things. <laughs> well, after you said that, uh, seemingly the Boar's name kind of started to come up a little bit in that in that Michigan so world. Basically, I got DeBoer the Alabama job. That's what sure. I'm hearing. Yeah, sure, totally. No, uh, Jimmy Sexton <laughs> obviously got that job. But no, it, the absurdity of this, Blake, is that he would have made a lot of sense at Michigan because of the regionality and where he was. He's got no Still ties. In the you know, right. like, right. He's got no ties or connections to the Southeast, and now he's going to be Alabama's coach. I will say, though, I mean, um, a guy that we just talked about as a potential candidate, Urban Meyer, what kind of a connection did he have to the Southeast when he went from Utah to Florida? So it's not like that this is an on. And also Nick Saban is when he came to LSU was somebody who was at a completely mostly in the Midwest and comes to LSU. So it's not like that this is an unprecedented, ridiculous thing to happen. It it just feels strange is all I'm saying. It's like a very weird, like, like really? That ended up being the guy? Not because I think it's a bad hire, but it's just so unexpected because of where he's coming from. I think that that is overplayed because there are more coaches that move that way, okay, throughout the year, but we don't talk about it because of the simple fact that it's not in Alabama. Joe, there's more coaches that have done stuff like this going cross-country that have not succeeded, right, Mike Leach, okay, that, God rest him, God, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, okay, you see guys like Dana Holgerson, West Virginia, come down south, start getting his teeth kicked in. There are coaches, you can't just always throw out the urban. You can't always throw out the Nick. Because, yeah, Joe, two of the best top ten coaches of all time, yes, they worked out wherever they went. Right. Okay. Right? That's but that's understandable. Here's what I think. Okay. I do think DeBoer is a really damn good coach. You can't ignore the 104 and 11 he is. I think it is, is the record. You can't ignore that. Like, that is still – like, everywhere he's been, he has literally won at an extreme level. This is a different beast. It's a different beast. Joe, you're arguably – it again, as I'm wearing my home field apparel LSU gear – pains me to say Alabama is considered the top job. It, it yeah. is the creme de la creme. People say, oh, well, nobody wanted to go after Nick. No shit nobody wanted to go after Nick. They have more national titles than anybody. The point I would just make is it's different for a Brian Kelly going from Notre Dame to LSU because – 
it's not like Notre Dame is a slouch. And I, I can't believe I got to give these Rudy Poos that were in my chat last night from Notre Dame any credit. It's a difference because you're a national brand going to a national brand. Mm-hmm. I know he just played for a national title. This is like going from single-A baseball to the major leagues. I Okay, I don't. I don't agree with that aspect of this. There's a couple, couple things. Is you because he's got Hugh Freeze inside that state recruiting. Joe, you literally are replacing okay, wait. the coat. If I understand he's got that. 11 wins a year, it is a failure from what they just had. Okay. First of, wait, 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 first of all, first of all, the expectation for Kalen DeBoer to immediately step in and win 11 games. That's unrealistic. It, it, they're gonna. They're wait, 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 wait. They're there. going to lose. They're going to lose guys in the portal. They're. It, it's going to take a little bit of time to create some foundation. It is just the natural flow of college football. He is being handed a team with the greatest foundation in college football. So at the very least, they should be in that ten win discussion, and they should be a very good football team in twenty twenty three. From an on the field standpoint, Kalen DeBoer is one of the the best coaches in the country, just from an on the field in game coaching, decision-making all of that stuff. He is an elite level coach. There is a reason why he rapidly rose the ranks the way that he did to get a, this. it's still a major power five job. This is still a significant job. And the main reason why that he lost in the national championship game, wasn't because of an in-game coaching decision. It was just merely because Michigan had a had way better recruiting classes put together a way better roster and was way more physical along the lines of scrimmage. That was where that game was lost for Washington. He now has an opportunity to coach at a school where it is going to be much easier for him to recruit. I will say I'm less worried about him competing on the field and producing good offenses. That stuff I'm not worried about. I will concede this. I will concede what you were just bringing up with Hugh Freeze. He has a very short track record of being a head coach and recruiting well. Their recruiting class this year was like 34th or something. Like, And he was just in the national championship game and competing right. for a national championship. The recruiting stuff remains to be seen, and it has to catch up. To his defense, he can put together a really good staff potentially and bring in assistants that are good recruiters. But I still need to see him do it before I can feel confident that this for sure will work out. Alabama is going to take a massive recruiting hit. I mean, they just had one of the greatest recruiters in the history of college football. Obviously, it's going to be uh, a step backward. Again, Joe, if they are average recruiters, if they average top eight classes instead of top two classes, it's a massive difference. It's a it's it's a complete Joe. Can I tell you who they are? And you're gonna. I don't think they're. You know who they are? They're on the same playing field. No, they're below than LSU. Why? Because LSU will continue to co- recruit top five classes. Can, well, okay. Literally continue. What I'm saying is. Alabama does LSU does not have to split the state with Auburn. That's fair. Freeze is going to clap those elephant cheeks, pun intended, in recruiting. 
You want to know why? Nick will tell you this. Do you know why Alabama was always here? He out-recruited everybody every year. That takes a massive hit. So I say all that to say, I don't think, I think it's a the Coca-Cola version, not the Dr. Pibb version of Brian Harson. Okay, I think he's Oh gonna, no, come on. They hired Brian Harson from Boise State. You're correct. I think he can win on the field, the Coca-Cola version. Meaning, I think he's gonna have multiple, he could get to multiple 10 win seasons. Okay. He's not going to recruit well enough there. Again, I don't think people understand the standard. They don't understand the standard of what it is to be there. I get that that Nick Saban has created really difficult expectations. And why I, I, I stopped you earlier is because if Alabama has this expectation for them to immediately be top five in recruiting next season and be back in the national championship game, they're going to be sorely disappointed because, again, it is difficult for a first-year head coach to accomplish that at a new program. It takes three to five years to truly build a program and redirect a program in the way that you need to do to get it firing the way that you see necessary for it to succeed. I don't disagree over the next two seasons. Brian Harson's probably going to out-recruit him for some guys. He's definitely going to beat him out for some guys. But I don't think it's it's fair to say when he was at Washington that that was reflective of what he's going to do at Alabama. Washington is a good football program, but it is not a premier one that is going to attract the top recruits. It is not in a region where there are top recruits that are close to home that want to come play there. I think a lot of offensive recruits, a lot of offensive players, a lot of quarterbacks are going to see what Kalen DeBoer just did with the resources potentially to attract those guys that are going to want to be a part of that offense. But the biggest thing for him, for him to succeed, is he has to put together an SEC-minded staff. He has to put a staff together that has a ton of experience. He can't bring in his own people. He no. cannot do that. You know how I like these in, intriguing stats. I'm not a stats guy, but I like when something's very intriguing. Joe, in, the coaches in between Bear Bryant and Nick Saban, none of them, all eight of them, okay, including Gene Stallings from 90 to 96, none of them had a 75% win percentage, which would be average around 10 wins a year, other than Nick Saban and Bear Bryant. What I'm telling you is, is when a guy like a Kalen, I've lived it. Before Nick was there, I lived the Shula days, right? Like I 1,000% lived those days. Quite honestly, I'm old enough to remember the Gene Stallings, the 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 even people make fun of Mike Price, but Mike Price, Dennis Ranchoni. I remember those days because what happens is when Alabama and Auburn split the state and recruits, shit changes. Nick ran that state. Joe, if he was the governor 
or ran for governor, he would win by 99%. Maybe, you know what, 80-30% or 70-30%. Because the 30% Auburn fans would vote no, would vote the other guy. What I'm I'm telling you, though, I, I, I open my AYS show like this. The reign is over. The king is dead. No, not literally. Not li- lit- Not literally. Uh-huh. I think the Bows will do well. Joe, he won't do well defensively enough in this league. Okay, this is what you and I, and I texted you this, you and I were going to start yelling at each other tonight over this, and this is, you and I got into it, you know, had a back and forth on Twitter about this. It is not fair to evaluate the defensive performance this year for Washington as reflection of what will happen at Alabama. He was there for two seasons and he took over a four and eight football team. He was there for two seasons and took over a four and eight football team, Blake. The time it would take for him to put together a roster to be good enough defensively to compete better. what, What there is one guy on that defense that is worthy of a first round pick and the rest of the unit is fine. It is below average. It's a bunch of trash linebackers. Okay. It was going to take time for him to improve it. What is your point that you're going to counter this with? You know, Kalen DeBoer has been a head coach for a little bit now. It's not like it's his first rodeo. Did you know at every head coaching stop that he's made that his defensive totals, total defense, every year that he's been a head coach, has averaged 98th in the respected league or, you know, FBS, FCS, whatever. You know, it's. So, wait, you're talking about when he's he never was, had a good defense. So, when I, he was at I, I two years at Fresno State and two years at Washington is enough of a sample size? Or do you include the Sioux Falls? And at, where do you even find NAIA okay, okay, stats? You, okay, so you, 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 you stop. You got me there. It's literally Fresno and Washington. <laughs> Yeah, you mf'er. I okay, <laughs> but this is he doesn't wait. Here's the actually, here's a really I, good stat. Well, I you don't can't th- give me you can't give me your main argument and think I'm not before the show and think I'm not gonna get the, the team to look it up. But those numbers are arbitrary. But here's the better stat that I think is worth bringing their up. defenses are ass. Did you know that Kalen DeBoer? If you remove all of his first seasons as a head coach, so his first season at Sioux Falls, his first season at you Fresno, can't do that. Fresno, wait, 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 at Fresno, uh, at Fresno State, and at Washington, do you know what his record is in that time period in his in his second season? One hundred four and eleven. It's no, no, no. It's eighty and three. He's eighty and three after he's had one season to set up his program. He hasn't had more than in two the years. SEC, he's there. He's like that. He hasn't been in the SEC, man, but I'm telling you, it's going to take him a little bit longer. Give him three years, and I bet you by that third year, they're going to be back up to that SEC championship standard. They're going to be back there. I actually think the opposite is going to happen. I think that he's going to retain enough of what Nick Saban built to be able to build. Outside of that, he's going to start decreasing. This is what this is how the head coaching how I think it's going to go. He's going to start off really strong. Clearly, he's going to start off really strong, and then all of a sudden, they're going to lose a game that they shouldn't lose. It's going to happen in the SEC. I know that he didn't lose to Stanford, right? Like, okay, Joe, he didn't lose to Stanford. 
If he loses to a Mississippi State with Jeff Lebby and the boys, he loses to an Ole Miss and the boys, he loses to whoever, do you know the rednecks that are going to be calling in to his coach's show? Wait on yonder on the Chattahoochee head ass. I'm telling you they're going to be calling for Nick because there's one thing that you're not taking into account of this. Okay. He's going to be up there every day. Nick's going to be in the goddamn building every day. And it's going to mount, it's going to mount, it's going to mount, and there's chaos that can surround this. It is a very big risk for a guy that has not been here. If you have – now, I'm going to name four coaches off just jump street. It wouldn't happen to. It wouldn't have happened to – you know what? Maybe it would have happened to a Dabo. wouldn't have happened to a Kirby. It wasn't. Okay. They weren't going to get on, hold on, hold on, these hold on, guys. Can I finish? Can I finish? It wouldn't happen to a lane. They're not, they weren't going to get lane. It wouldn't happen to Sark. Sark signed an extension. And I'm going to tell, and I'm going to, no, you're, you're, wait, missing, wait, wait, okay. You're, you're missing what I'm saying. What okay. I'm saying is he doesn't have a connection to this dude. And I promise you on everything that I love, when he loses that first game, he's not supposed to. The, Joe, they wanted they wanted Nick to be they wanted Nick to retire when he lost to LSU last year. They wanted I, him to retire. I understand the expectations that come with the job. The and, and I I'm I've reiterated that multiple times. Here's the reality of the circumstance, though. This isn't just some. This isn't Brian Harson. I'm not going to the G5 level and pulling the best G5. I'm not going and grabbing a guy that's the best G5 coach that is unproven of having never coached at the G uh, at the P5 level, let alone the SEC. I am taking what was the best option on the table, and I tweeted this out, and I think that there is a lot of reality to this. That one, Jimmy Sexton, and also these coaches use this as the opportunity to, and I think there definitely probably was some probing and some interest. I think that Alabama came to some of these coaches or tried to see like is there any chance that you might be interested in taking this job to Sark to Lane to Kirby yada 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 any of those guys they would much rather use this as the opportunity to get themselves a long-term deal so they can stick where they are so that they can have as much financial support and backing as possible and then they can continue to build at wherever they are I mean Texas with the resources they have now that Saban's retired is a Texting though you're my, not. You're not. Wait, wait, all my, wait, wait, wait. All, all my point is that I'm trying to make here is that those guys, even though we we speculated, the reality of it is that they weren't going to come to Alabama. DeBoer is one of the is the only option. That, DeBoer is the only option that I look at all all of this, Blake. That was in a situation where the school he was at did not have the money to match what Alabama was going to offer. Him. You think Ole Miss did? You think Ole Miss does? I don't know. We don't know, and but we don't no. know that we we don't know though. This the Lane situation is a little bit different because there were rumors that he burned a lot of bridges, and that might have he, not. He did, sense. but it doesn't matter. J Jimmy Sexton, from a coaching aspect, runs college football. Okay. If the board was the best if, option, if Lane went to him and said, "I want it," it would have been done. Well, maybe he didn't want it. 
DeBoer, even if that's the case, DeBoer was the best option considering not, all of those circumstances. He's not the best option. Joe, I'm telling you, it's unless you are proven, like unless you've been there and fa- – and oh, He took a team that didn't belong in the national championship to the national championship. How <laughs> did TCU last year, and look what they did this year. What did Sonny, they do? Okay, Sonny Dykes Sonny did Dykes it. fell flat on his face. Okay, fair. That's completely and totally fair. But Dykes had has way less of a coaching track record and a success track record than Kalen DeBoer does. Sonny Dykes has been coaching for 50 years. He hasn't been a head coach for that long. He, he was at S- I, I I'm really shocked by how much you're not in on this. I thought there might have been at least a little bit of a this could maybe work out because that's where oh, I stand. Hold on, hold on. I went back. Hold on now. Hold on. Hold on. There's two two things can be true at once. Okay. Did you not hear me earlier when I said that he's going to have 10 win seasons? I told you it's okay. not enough. Again, don't misconstrue what I just said earlier. Right, that's, fair. The, that's fair. In the segment, I said, Joe, he's going to get to 10 wins. Joe, here's the truth. He's going to get the playoff. He's going to get in the playoffs. And you know what's even worse about that? You know what's even worse that he's so good that he'll get him in the playoffs? Is that he'll lose. And then Alabama, it, it will mount. It will mount. Oh, well, he's not Nick. He's not Nick. I'm Joe, I, I've lived with them. I, I live and breathe the SEC every single day. And I promise you, they will want him to be fired. Where, you know what's going to happen? Let me tell you what's going to happen. He's going to Lincoln Riley himself. Where Kalen DeBoer is going to be good enough to where he, go, he, he he wins, he gets in the playoff, but he's not good at Bama. And then this NFL job is going to open. That NFL job is going to open. They're going to be like, hey, man, does Kalen DeBoer win? An- actually, you know what? I actually agree with that theory. That's actually a really good theory. Uh, I'm – I'm, I'm in on that part. going to happen. He's going to be good enough to get them in the playoffs every year. He, he might even take a step back from year one to year three because he's got the talent there now. But I promise you, the, the reason it wouldn't do it for a Sark, you know why? Because Saban wouldn't allow it to happen because everybody in their mama would believe it was Saban's handpicked dude. Yeah. This is well, not that- a Saban handpicked guy. Right. I mean, that was also one of the rumors that I heard from somebody um, that Sark was approached by Saban, Joe, and, that, like, they, and he would have stuck around. And like, he, like, there's so many connections to to Alabama. I was told. I was told personally, in the order of, okay, it was Dan Lanning because this is what I was told. Okay, I even texted you part of this. Yeah. He asked Kirby. Kirby said Dan. Dan said no. Then Nick went to Sark. Sark said no. Then their AD started started getting involved. They went to Florida State. He said no thanks. Okay. Then Then you know who got involved? The fat man. Jimmy Sexton. Look, here's kind of my final thought. Give me this. Did I not? Did we not kind of walk through this the whole time? Even to yeah. the fact that I knew before seven hours before the board was even close to being done, I tweeted at you and said, "Hey, Joe, 
Will Rogers entered the portal. And everybody laughed at me. I wasn't making a joke. I was being serious. By the way, who's in the portal right now? Will Rogers. Oh, you know, you mean next Alabama quarterback, Will Rogers. I don't think that he should go there. I think I think that they should. No, oh, it's going to happen. It's he sucks. Happen. He sucks. I don't need to see Will Rogers at Alabama. Jalen Milrow's going to fit in that offense. I I would rather watch them figure out Jalen Milrow. Well, I mean, he's saying uh, Julian saying might be your day one starter. Now yeah, I will give there. I will give the board this. He's got the quarterback now. Yeah, he's got receivers <laughs> there too. Hey. I mean, I. The offense is going to look good. I agree that the defense is a question mark. Here, look, here's just my final thought here. I am not going to sit and do the they're going right back to the national championship. That would be a, a, a heinous Hell statement. No. That would be a heinous statement. And I think that's a homer take by anybody to immediately just jump to that conclusion. Not going to do that. I think that Kalen DeBoer is a good enough of a coach who doesn't have who's got enough of a track record, but not enough of a track record to believe that there is optimism that he can maintain the standard of winning after year three to get them back into the SEC championship, the national championship. It's on the table. Is it super-duper likely? No, because there's so much competition in the conference. But I want to add in there, I really like your thought here, that if things will not go horrifically wrong, I don't think that they lose more than three games. I, I really don't. You know, I think lose nine games in three years. I, right, I don't. He, right. he might go thirty and nine. Right. I don't think he is going to be that much of an f up because he's he's just such a strong, high floor coach that we'll never get to that point. But I think that like maybe by year five, like you're saying, it's going to be like you know, Kalen DeBoer's been talked about as a really good offensive coach. We need him on you know with our NFL franchise, and DeBoer's going to look at Sexton and be like, man, these fans are killing me, man. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to get there. I want to try and go win a Super Bowl. I I think that that is very plausible. And he's not a super young guy, but he's also not super old that he could have that aspiration to make that jump. So I, I'm in agreement on that part. National championship is capably possible, but we need to be realistic that this thing could just be capped out at 10 or 11 wins. You know what they're going to say? But, if he can get Washington to the national championship, he can get Bama. That's going to be half of the comments on this video. See y'all Sunday, guys. Peace.